This is Diapers and Disciples, episode 102. On Diapers and Disciples, we're talking about living out the Great Commission as a family. I'm Amber O'Hearn, and today I'm chatting with Anna Maria Mandel about the day-by-day coloring book of saints. There's actually two coloring books of saints. <laughs> and this was such a lovely chat. I enjoyed hearing a little bit more about Anna Maria, about why stories of saints are inspiring for children, and why hearing a story might be more impactful than just hearing facts about a saint, um, how she chose the saints featured in the book, and also about some of her uh, special devotions to particular saints. So thank you for listening in today, and here's my chat with Anna Maria. Anna Maria, thank you so much for chatting with me today. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to talk with you today. Well, why don't you go ahead and start us off and just tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, um, I'm a Catholic writer, and I am also in publishing. And I um, have grown up a Catholic, been was raised, am, am still being raised. I guess you could say I was raised by two wonder, two wonderful Catholic parents. And I, um, books were highly formative. I think in my education in the faith, stories just really I knew had a powerful impact on me. So. I knew that the way I wanted to kind of give back, give back to God, um, was to um, form young minds in the way that mine was formed through through stories and share my talents and faith in that way. Um, how long have you been writing for? Well, I have been writing, I guess, maybe now for about seven seven years. I've published another um, book, then. Um, Sophia Press gave me this wonderful opportunity to work with um, an excellent, excellent illustrator to um, write this um, this coloring book of saints. And I've also been um, working in publishing um, in catechesis prior to this point, and I had partnered with this uh, artist to write same biographies for a family of faith, which is a catechesis program. And through that relationship, we decided to do this coloring book, which is very exciting. That's wonderful. And um, the illustrator, had so had you known her beforehand, or is that something you, uh, you were established through Sophia? We established through Sophia. We were inspired by her illustrations. They're so beautiful. They capture this quality of simplicity, beauty, as well as these rich details about the saints' lives and the faith. I saw them as just very attractive drawings that you just sort of look at and like, oh, this is this is lovely. This touches my heart. And so I knew that she would be wonderful to work with to capture more and more and more stories of the saints because I do think beauty is a way of attracting young readers. You see something that's beautiful and you want to imitate that. Mm. And so it's a way of engaging, I think, of touching the, the soul and the emotions, which then make you want to also you know, imitate that beauty. So I really saw her as the perfect illustrator for, for the saints' lives. I, I love that. That's so true. I think about like the, the picture books that I read over and over to my kids that 
the ones that I enjoy reading are the ones that are just beautifully illustrated and um, are just a joy to read, but also to look at. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that that's really true. And um, we have been loving the the day-by-day coloring book of saints. I've been doing it um, in the morning with my kids, just kind of to start our homeschool day. Oh, so they, uh, yeah, they, they color the picture of the saint of the day, and then I'll read the story about the saint. And um, it's been so, it's been so great because I had wanted to do like a saint of the day routine, but I always kind of fall off and on the bandwagon <laughs> with like making sure that I, uh, research about the saint beforehand or that I have, you know, something that we're going to do to celebrate the saint. But this is such an easy, perfect way to be able to just start our day um, where I'm not having to do <laughs> like research about the saint beforehand. There's already like the coloring, uh, you know, established so I don't have to be printing off pages and that sort of thing. So I've been really grateful for it. And then um the way that you've written the stories about each of the saints is so spectacular because it's it's written in a way that my kids remember and they're uh, four and six right now, the ones mm-hmm. that I'm kind of doing school with. And they're written in a way where they remember the story. And so at night when we're um, at the dinner table and I say, oh, can you tell dad about our saint that we learned about today? They're able to remember different details about the story. And um, I I just love that. <laughs> so yeah. I'd love to hear um, why you think it's important for children to hear stories about the saints. Oh, well, first of all, thank you very much for your kind words about my yeah. story. Um, I think it's, well, I think children in particular learn through stories, yes? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you kind of capture their imaginations and sort of draw on a particular aspect or detail or virtue about the saint that will stick in their minds as you're saying, then they can identify and remember um, about that particular person. And I also think that um, children also like to know the whole story in a way too. (laughs) Like Mm. they want to know what happened. You think about the fairy tale genre and you kind of have, you know, once upon a time. So you start right at the beginning and then you know that they, um, end happily ever after. And that's what we know with the saints, you know, happily ever after they're in heaven with God. So they do have that aspect, that arc and that idea of, of wonder. Um, and so, and that connection, I think, to um, yeah, to God in that way. But in a way, I did think of it a little bit as, well, how do children, what are the, the stories that children really connect to at a very young age? And that is the way mm-hmm. I wanted to tell, tell my saint stories and also to kind of picture or remember, like when I, when I would pick a, a saint, um, I would say, well, what as a child, would I find very interesting about the saint? Um, what would what would strike me? What would I find interesting? And so I would try to select that as I told the story. And often, if I could find little details about the saint as a child, I would try to work that in. Mm. Um, but I also know that they often I, um, love the heroic too in the in the adventurous to sort of to sort of show how a life of virtue is heroic and, and noble and something inspiring was also something I really wanted to come across in in my stories and so 
Um, I'm glad that your children um, are remembering them. I, I've been really excited hearing a lot of parents give me feedback about, yeah, all of a sudden my, my child is talking to me about all these details, all this trivia about saints. I've never, I've never known my child to um, all of a sudden be this font of knowledge because I think the kids are like reading them and finding them interesting and they're mm-hmm. learning all about these, these different saints. And to me, that's actually just been so wonderful that, um, that like through my work, that God has used my work to, to do that, to touch um, young hearts and minds in that way. Mm-hmm. I love that. So what was the process like of uh, creating this? Because I imagine it just took <laughs> a lot of time to research each of these saints. And and a lot of them aren't very common or well-known saints. Like just the other day, um, maybe it was yesterday, was um, St. Agricola. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not, a lot of these saints aren't very maybe well-known. So how, how did you go about choosing them? And then what was the research like for them? Oh, thank you. Yes. No, they, um, so we based our saints off of the liturgical calendar. So um, about, about two thirds of the calendar does have a specific feast day attached to that day. So we wanted very much to make it so that if you go to mass on that day and it's a feast day of a saint, then you would, um, you would hear about their their story in the coloring book as well. So you'd know this is a day to celebrate that saint. The rest of the days I would select from um, the saint's feast days. So see um, a particular, there, there were there are many feast all the days have particular feast days of the saints, even though they're not on that liturgical calendar. And so I would select from those. And then from there, I would try to find one that I thought had a particularly interesting story or that captured the imagination in a particular way. And my, um, and the illustrator as well would select those stories that she found that particularly touched her. And then I would select some. So we worked together to select the rest of those saints. And yes, no, researching them was sometimes it was quite a challenge, as you're saying. I did use um, Butler's Lives of the Saints, and there's there's so many wonderful um, resources that are very well researched that I used. But sometimes, as you're saying with um, St. Agricola, it was very hard to find something. Now, I'm very, very lucky, actually, because... Um, I was um, because my fiance, he um, actually studied classics in in um, college, so he would actually sometimes for me find the primary sources and translate them for me. Wow! Because <laughs> <laughs> like he would he would look up. Um, okay, well here's the original Latin live of the life of the saint, and then he would tell wow. me words, like, okay, thank you, because I could find nothing on the saint, <laughs> and he was an incredible researcher. So he, researcher, so he helped me with that a lot. So I, I mean, Saint Agricola in particular, whom you mentioned, like some of these obscure early early saints, I would pour through the internet for hours and I could find nothing or at least nothing that I knew was substantiated. Um, And because sometimes you'll have like things obviously online and I I always wanted everything to be sourced properly. It was never like Wikipedia was Mm. not for me the right sort of source. And so then he would find the original source for me and I'd say, well, you can't do anything better than that. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I owe him a a great debt of thanks. And then, um, but then yes, for me, it was a saint a day. Um, I would research and then, and then that day I would um, write the story. And so it was really, really very beautiful and and I learned so much as well because 
they're everyone's favorite saints are in here, but also saints you have never heard about. Mm. And so it was just really wonderful to learn about the variety of heroic saintly lives and to realize just how saints, they really, you know, everyone is gifted by God with their individual charisms and personalities and vocation. Mm. And so just to see the, yeah, the variety and the proliferation of life and also to see, yes, here, this is a particular saint that I can imitate because I am actually living closer in this model. Um, and it's, it's really very inspiring. Mm. Oh, I love that so much. And I love what you were saying about um, how m- uh, many of them are taken from the, most of them even are taken from the liturgical calendar. So mm-hmm. when you go to mass that you're that's being reinforced. Like if you're bringing your kids to mass um, on a particular feast day that you are hearing that story, they're hearing that story Mm -hmm. and being able to put together like a picture of the saint with what they're hearing and with the feast that's being celebrated. I love that so much. Oh, I'm so glad. It, It reinforces an idea of sacred time. I don't think when I was younger, I knew you had, you know, feast days, but it never really occurred to me that, you know, every day is a feast in a way. Like mass is, you know, there's there is this the sacred time, and then to kind of, you know, get into that mode of celebration is really really beautiful. I love that. That's great. So, um, as you were doing, you know, the year of research, and um, or maybe even before that, I would love to hear if you have any special devotions to particular saints or if, um, you know, throughout this time of research, if there have been particular saints that have really um, struck you or impacted your life in a certain way? Of course. Well, I've always um, had a, a particular to devotion to St. Therese de Lisieux. I think she has been a saint of this age who does touch a lot of, a lot of souls. And yeah. I've always felt particularly close to her. I think she's very, I think she's very fond of people. She really just does like give everyone a warm embrace. Um, So I do love St. Therese. I also love um, St. Thomas More and now um, St. John Henry Newman. I think that I like to think that they deal a lot with almost like our modern problems, how to, how to be Catholic in this, in this time of history. So I can I can read a lot about them and, and they help kind of um, help me navigate, I think, a lot of things. But I, when I was young in particular, uh, the, the Roman martyrs, I thought, were always incredibly inspiring. And I love St. Cecilia. She's my confirmation saint. I think it reminds me a lot of St. Teresa of Avila, how when she was little, she and her brother tried to run away to become missionaries because, mm. and missionary martyrs, because there's something about the heroic, um, mm the heroic martyrdoms that aren't like gruesome, they are inspiring. I think when you're, when you're young, because, and even now, but when you're young, because they, um, they show you that the goal is heaven. Mm. And I think that is just so beautiful. And so I always did love the, and still do love the Roman martyrs um, early, early in the church, the um, blood of the martyrs are the seeds of the church. I think you see that now also in particular right now with the, um, with the martyrs in the Middle East and in the East Asian countries as well. Mm-hmm. And so um, I learned um, a lot about, um, I, I remember being struck by St. 
Camillus Delalis. He is he started the Order of the Chame- Chameleons, Chameleons, <laughs> and he, um, he would go out to the to the battlefield and um, rescue wounded soldiers. And he's actually the original founder in a sense of the red cross, because he would wear the red cross on, um, mm. um, on his tunic um, and, yeah. and he ordered it as well. And so we actually are still connected to that. I, I think most people don't know those origins. So, yeah. So yeah, so many different saints that, that I did learn about um, that I really loved. And I also, um, in here, we include Marian apparitions as well, because mm-hmm. um, we have feast days of Our Lady. And of course, she is the queen, queen of saints. So just, just pouring through the Marian apparitions, um, I just was, are always to me particularly beautiful. I do have, yeah, I mean, uh, a lovely, de- I mean, a devotion to Our Lady. So being able to tell her her stories here too, I thought were really, really special. I love that. Yeah, as you were talking about um, just the stories of heroic um, martyrdom and how that is um, engaging for children and inspiring for children, I, I was thinking about stories that I've read to my kids where I've been um, maybe even hesitant a little bit to... Um, you know, read a certain story. Um, of course, there's always discernment in going, like mm-hmm. making sure it's age appropriate and everything. But um, the other day, uh, we had finished up, um, oh, what was the, uh, James and the Giant Peach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's funny, because I had felt like uh, he as an author, maybe I should like wait a while before <laughs> introducing my my children to some of his stories, which is probably true. But um, I I decided to read the story with them, and I wasn't sure how especially they would take um, some of the you know cruelty that that James had experienced like early mm-hmm. in his life, and um, you know some of that. I, you know, glossed over a little bit with with my youngest one, but um, really it was like, after we finished the book, he said it was his favorite book of all time and that he wanted to read it again. And I think about that with the Saints stories too, because so often I feel like, okay, this is kind of intense. Maybe I should, you know, maybe we'll just skip the Saint or, um, you know, gloss over this, but I think that our kids want to hear those stories of, um, of heroic virtue and, um, overcoming evil, you know, and, um, and experiencing, yeah, not just always like happy roses in our, in our stories, you know, that that's inspiring to them. Um, Um, I agree. I think overcoming adversity is very important. It's, it's good overcoming evil. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that particularly um, reaches the young you know, idealistic heart because children are very idealistic when they when yeah. they're young. Um, and I don't think, but I also I think you're right though that there always needs to be discernment. I don't think um, I think a parent always knows the child best, and I would never expect yes. to glossing over <laughs> anything that um, that you think would um, make your give your child nightmares or anything like that. Right. I know that in my stories, I at least would say you know they suffered for their faith and they endured, you know, they endured suffering. Um, but I would never go into detail. Right. Going into details at, at this age probably, you know, isn't necessary, but to know that you step, you heroically stood up against evil and that you, ch- you didn't, you chose to die because you wanted to, 
that the saint chose to die because they didn't want to reject Jesus, whom they loved more than anyone else, and they wanted to be with him forever in heaven. I always wanted to say, yes, they chose to die for their faith because doing because if they did not, they would lose heaven. And so then they were able to be in heaven forever with Jesus. And so it, it sort of shows immediately why and the happy and, and the result. Um, but I do think actually that children do like to see like the Cinderella story, right? Like Cinderella does suffer um, patiently and quietly for um, against her, you know, her stepmother and stepsisters. Um, if she had gone that gone through that, then it doesn't make as much sense that going to the ball is such a big deal, you know? Right. And I so, guess. and so if you don't have that, then yeah, you, you do, you do lose some of the story. Um, but I also think you, you, also lose the idea of virtue because yeah. virtue isn't necessarily virtue if it's easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, um, so that's, yeah. So I, I do think it's important, but I, yeah, I, I agree that you don't want to necessarily go into deep. <laughs> right. <laughs> at a young age. And I, I, yeah, I think you've done it in such a tasteful way too. Like I think the stories are, are, yeah, are very tasteful and, um, and something I love is that it's not just uh, facts about the saint. So it's not like there's a, you know, a picture and then there's like a fact page, like mm-hmm. born here, <laughs> you know, uh, patron saint of blank and that's it. It's there's actually a story. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's what's so wonderful and so powerful about it. Um, so I'm so grateful for you for for writing it and for for sharing it with um all your hard work <laughs> with, with all of us parents. So um, it is, uh, it's been really great for our family. So. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Well, um, I would love to end with, um, so most of, most of the people listening today are um, uh, parents, um, probably a lot of young parents. And I know um, there can be a lot of like overwhelm <laughs> and um, just, you know, craziness of the day. And so I would, I don't know if you have any um, last words or just encouragement that you'd want to, to offer. Um, And, and then I'll just go ahead and close us in prayer. Oh, certainly. Um, Well, I like to think of St. Francis of Rome. She was a saint who said, you know, sometimes holiness isn't found at mass, it is found in the kitchen um, because she knew that her vocation that um, was to be to be a mother at that moment, and to know that the path of sanctity that that God is giving is the the overwhelm that you're feeling right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And I thought that was I very beautiful that. because when a saint says that, right, you're like, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> like yes. I, I, Saint yes. Francis, Saint Francis de Sales, he did speak, and, and this is very true. You always, you we always have to strive to have, you know, those moments of quiet prayer when we can, early in the morning, just this moment to um, to spend with God, and that that is all. That's very important. But then to also know that the work that we do um, is is also what sanctifies us. 
Mm. But as not being a parent yet myself, though hopefully, <laughs> hopefully someday, um, I think that's all I really can say because <laughs> I don't know how much more insight I can I can give to that. I I love that. I feel like that's perfect. And I know that wasn't one of the questions that I like guiding questions I had sent you, but I just felt inspired to ask you that. And so I just I I love what you're saying about Saint Francis of Rome. I think she is just like a patron for us. And also um, St. Francis de Sales, my husband and I uh, love uh, Introduction to the Devout Life. And we read it this past year with our couples group. And um, it it was written um, for, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you probably know better than I do, but I believe it's like a series of writings that he wrote actually to a, a lay woman, I think letters is that right? right no that is right i mean he is known as uh, sort of one of the original um thinkers of the call the universal call to holy well i wouldn't say original yeah. thinker, but it, he he's a great developer of that mm. how you, we can be holy um in in our vocation it, at home in the world and so yes he was right to a lay woman so he's wonderful i love that well, Anna Maria, thank you so much for your time. Oh, and before um, I close this in a prayer, where um, is the best place or where do you like to send people to either find out more about you or to order the day by day coloring book of saints? Well, you can get the coloring book of saints at Sophia Institute Press, their website, and um, they have, you know, they have they can, it comes in two books because right. as it is such a large <laughs> it's 365 saints um, pages times two right because you right. have bibliography <laughs> so it's in two volumes and you can buy it as a set or individually and it's five dollars off if you get it um, as a set but you get that that set at the um, website for um, at sophiainstitutepress.com. So that that is where you would um, go to find to find the book. And you, can, I have a website, Anna Maria Mendel, M-E-N-D-E-L-L um, dot com as well, if you want to learn more about me. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much again. And let me go ahead and uh, close us in a prayer. Yeah. Lord, thank you so much for this time to be together today. And um, thank you for all those um people listening uh, right now, Lord, that um, might be experiencing that, um, that overwhelm um, or just the stresses of the day, uh, the tasks of the day. I pray, Lord, that you would um, just give them the grace and the strength and the perseverance they need. I pray that they would be inspired by the saints. And um, Lord, we love you and we offer this day to you in your holy name. Amen. In the Father and the Son. Hi friends, hope you enjoyed this chat with Anna Maria. Going forward, you can expect once a month episodes, at least for the next few months as we get into a new routine. To find out more about the podcast, you can visit diapersanddisciples.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Diapers and Disciples. Thanks for listening in today, friends. Until next time, God bless.